There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to episode 115 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Shad Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 5 of season 2 of Channel Zero, No End House. What? Okay, so it's crazy that we're on episode 5. Yes, it is. It just feels like it's zipping through. Ah, it was so good, though. Alright, so let's jump in because we don't have any ratings to use right now. Because uh, apparently, you know, things are weird again. Yes. Alright, episode 5, The Damage. Margot, Jules, and Seth face new horror as the father wreaks havoc in the real world. Yeah, because we thought that was going to work out just fine. Exactly. Oh, man. And then starting out with looking at Jules, and she looks totally dazed. And then right. she just starts laughing. It's like, what is wrong with you? How much has been pulled out of your memory, and now you're going to be, like, crazy? I don't know. I was scared. I was not sure how she was going to make it through this episode. Yeah, she just was letting off some steams. Just unbelievable that that just actually happened to them. Right, especially what she actually says, did that just happen? And Margo's like, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) She's like thinking, you're the one who got me out. And, well, I should say, you're the one who knew what was happening, but eventually Margo was the one who had to get her out. So, I don't know, that was crazy. And it got weirder, too, when they're talking about, you know, the family, and Jules is like, I can't remember. can't remember anything. And right. they kind of flash, and you just see that weird, like, like shape of a person and, <laughs> like, that wiggly line kind of going through. Oh, I, I felt bad. The blurry blob. Yeah. <laughs> because at least Margot, when she was remembering her mom, still kind of had flashes of the face pop up. Yeah, just barely. Right, but Jules had nothing, so it's like, holy crap, how much did that sphere take? Yeah. And how much did she actually not want to remember? That's what I was thinking, like, you know, she gave a lot more than, you know, she was thinking she did because she didn't want to remember something. Right. Uh, I don't think they're going to tell us what it is with Jules. I don't think we have enough time. No, I don't think so either. God, that just irks me. Don't build it up like that and give me nothing, because we only had, well, this episode and one more, and how are they going to wrap up both storylines? I don't think they can. No. I kind of have a feeling we're not going to get everything answered. Always. But then again, if it's based on, like, a short story, you're not going to get everything answered. No, not really. Still. Grr. Okay. Let's jump to Dad, shall we? Being all creepy McCreeperson. Oh, absolutely. The next morning, a young blonde girl is playing in her yard, and there's some, uh, I guess you call them willow trees or something, as he's kind of covered by the tree leaves, and he's standing there watching them, and 
she and a friend of hers see him. He kind of waves at them, and they wave back, and you go, this is not good. No, because I was wondering if he was kind of stuck in a memory at first. Like, he's remembering Margot when she was little. Right. Like, that uh, may have been, like, the last thing he grabbed from her. Very possible. Until, like, their dad comes out and's like, get in the house, girls. Who are you? And he turns around to tell the girls to get in the house again. The dad just kind of walks away real fast. And, like, all right, so that really happened. He was super creepy. And this could be dangerous because we have no idea, like, if he suddenly thinks one of the, you know, one of those kids could be Margot, like, go after him. And all of a sudden we could have what happened to, what's his name's wife? Dylan. Right, Lacey. Yes. And that would be bad. Yes, it would. So we're back at Margot's, and Jules sees pictures of her and her family in Margot's room and tries to remember her family, but they're still just a blob in her memories. Yes, that was, oh man, it was just so crazy. And I just feel like being out, it should help her, but I don't know, it doesn't seem to. It doesn't help her at all. Not immediately, that's for sure. I'm so sad for her. I don't know. I feel like Jules probably had to have something super traumatic, and she just gave too much. Because Margo at least can still kind of function. Right. Because her mom calls. Right. And then we find out the time frame here, too. Yes. Three days they were in there. Sure didn't seem like three days. Didn't we talk about it, that it was like a day? Yeah, we thought it was about a day, but. No. Well, maybe two. I'm trying to think. The one night that she slept with Seth, and then the, the next... Well, no, because the next night... Hold on. Rewind. So we seen the first <laughs> night when she was in the pool, and then her and Dad were upstairs, and Dad took the first memories. Right. Then the next that night, she slept with Seth. Yes. And then going into the third day... Okay, no. Now that we talk, I talked it out, yeah, it could be three <laughs> days, but... The one didn't seem like a full day because all of a sudden it got dark when they were trying to leave. Right. So I was thinking it was just, you know, maybe that not quite three-day thing. But then again, when you're in like an alternate reality, we don't know how time's really passing and it could be faster in the reality. If you've ever read any of the books about the Fae, it usually happens that way. Things go faster or slower in the alternate realities. But anyway, let's come back. Because we had a flash of somebody who we thought was dead. I don't know about you, I kind of freaked out when Jules jumps up and all of a sudden JT's standing there with a knife in his stomach. Right. I was like, holy crap, I thought he was dead, I thought he was on fire, what the hell's happening? And then he, she sits down and he's gone. I'm like, okay, is this going to be happening? Like, is not JT going to be popping up everywhere? Right. I don't know. I was a little freaked out thinking that that's what was going to happen. And I want you talk about this next part because... I was not expecting this at all. Right. Margot's mom tells her that their business was underwater and they were about to lose the house and her college money. He thought he was a failure and then he was dead. And because it was an accident, they got the insurance money. Yeah, I was not expecting that at all. No, but there had to be a reason. And not dad doesn't know what it was. Mm hmm. And so mom's the only one that might have an idea. And I guess that makes sense, especially when mom opens it. Like, I wish I knew you like he did. It's like, okay, are you, I mean, you're living there. Was it just like a weird, distant kind of relationship with those two? 
Which, depending on what mom does, if she's traveling for business, obviously right. that could happen. Yeah, absolutely could. But I think Margo was kind of pissed, too. Because she's like, wait, you knew that he did it? And you knew that was what it was and you didn't tell me? Right. And she goes, well, not really. She knew the man and is sure that he did it for them. Which, it's like, okay, I can understand this and I can understand her not wanting to tell Margo. But at the same time, Margo found him. You need to talk to her about something. Right. Because this has been a while. She's been carrying this guilt. And, oh, God, that's got to be so hard. And I can get get mom's side of it, too. Yes. Because, well, you as a parent, you never want to see your children hurt, right? So you're going to hide things from them the best you can. I don't know. You'd have to talk more about this side because, like I said, you're the parent here, not me. I don't have them. I kind of feel the same way, though, in just being married. Right. You don't want them to know you're hurt or something if it's not like a major thing because you don't want them to like freak out right you know when i like screamed at my husband just drive me to work it's fine this migraine's fine and i couldn't see yeah it it wasn't so fine but i'm hard-headed so i i could kind of see this but you know she's just trying to like save that face save her feeling right and yeah i think if they might have talked and at least if Margot would have said, hey, he had a bad reaction, and then five days later he does it again and takes three times the amount of drugs, what's going on? Right. And then her mom might have been able to tell her about that. Right, but I don't know, at the same time, maybe mom didn't want to know some things because of uh, insurance issues. Right, yes. Very mom. possible that uh, mom didn't want her to know because of, in case something came up with the insurance. Plausible deniability, I guess? Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. But then, all of a sudden, she's outside, like, remembering, and she hears a noise by the shed, and I'm like, oh, God, I don't know, it's him. But she goes, and there's nothing in the shed. I'm like, oh, okay. Until she starts walking away, and then they kind of pull around the back of the shed. Right. And you see Dad there shaking. I'm like, ah, he looks so zombie-ish, too. Yes, he does. The lips are getting very red, and he's very pale. And Under the eyes were really dark. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, he's going to kill her. Like, I'm going right there. I'm going right. right to, like, final solution is happening. He's not even thinking straight. Because he's in the real world. He can't pull a memory out, right? Because that's in the house. That's what the house helps do. So. What the hell is he going to do, short of dragging her back? Right. At least, that's what I thought. Yes. So we see Jules and Margot sitting on the couch discussing what Margot has learned. And Margot is surprised that now, knowing why he did it, didn't lift a big weight off her shoulders. And then that it's just another thing she has to carry. Uh, This was bad, but at the same time, I feel like this is a little bit good. Because then Jules finally confesses everything. Right. You know, that she, after he died, she felt like her friend was being attacked and there was just pain and it scared her and she didn't know what to do. So she backed off and she felt horrible that she left her. But now she realizes everything that she was going through and she's there and she wants to help her carry it as best she can, especially with this new information. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's really sweet. But at the same time, They're going through something else entirely. Yes. 
And I don't know if Jules is in, like, the state of mind to really help her. No. Not at all. No. Of course, Margot gets comfy on the couch to try to sleep, and Jules brings down a blanket and covers her with it and puts on her shoes, but hears the noise. And, oh, man, as soon as she walked down the stairs, I seen the door open. The front door was open, and I'm like, how do you not see that? Maybe it's because I'm super paranoid. And, like, if I noticed more light coming in an area than normal, I'd be like, oh, my God, what is that? Right. But, of course, they had been through a lot of shit at this point, so I guess I can give them that. But I almost screamed out loud. I I managed to not do it. Oh, good. (laughs) Because Jules, like, is creeping out to see why the front door is open, and she's outside looking around. And then next thing you know, like, hand over the mouth and pulls her, and I'm like, oh! Yeah. And I thought it was Dad. And it was Seth, which was even weirder. Right. But, you know. And he tells her that not dad is in the house. And at least he helps here because they both grab like these giant candlesticks. Yes. In the conservatory. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I was so pissed right here. So pissed. Because you see dad creepy watching Margot and shaking. And then he puts his hand on her head, and all of a sudden we see a memory of a puppy. Right. And then the puppy raises from the goo, and then I was pissed, because then Dad's tearing apart this puppy to eat this memory. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, no, sci-fi, we have talked about this before. I don't Please. care that it's a fake puppy. No. Yeah, both of us being uh, dog owners definitely uh, have an issue with that. Yes, no, because it looked too damn real. Right. I was not a happy camper. So I basically sat here, like, with my arms crossed, going, I can't believe you did that. I was so mad. I know it's so weird, because I know it's not a real puppy. That's not the point. Right. Now I'm going to navigate a pup. Yeah, so Seth and Jules come in and grab those wooden candle holders and sneak up behind him, and Seth whacks him over the head, which, of course, wakes Margo up. Right. Pow-pow! But it didn't work as well as we hoped. No, it didn't. But it's still better than what the not husband him just kind of jumping up and wailing on Dylan. So right. at least we're in the green here. <laughs> but then, yeah, Dad. Oh no, I wasn't going to do anything. I can control this. Really? You have yeah. like this blood and grossness on your face. I'm gonna say no. Exactly. Oh, I was just so mad because you know he's like. No, 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 I can do this. It's fine. And and Jules is like, you just did something. Right. Like, I think at this point, Jules is all of us going, really? Do you not see what I'm looking at? Do you see this goo? Do you see this puppy? No, no, obviously you can't control yourself. Right. And what I found interesting was Seth telling him he's not supposed to be here. Right. And, you know, but he's like, no, 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 I can do this. How would you know that? Makes me wonder how long Seth has been in the house. Because right. we don't really know. No, we don't. But, you know, he's like, no, 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 I- I'm good, I'm good, I control this. I did in the corn maze. And that Margo right. is finally piping up. She's like, but you're still here. Right. And at this point, it's like, reality check, everybody thinks you're dead. If you're going to just suddenly pop up like, oh, I'm normal dad, um, what the hell's happening to your family then? They're probably all going to jail along with you for, like, insurance fraud. And right. How are you going to fare in prison? Yeah. Probably not so well. No, not at all. No, 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 no. 
Oh, and I love it that he's trying to reason with her at this point. No, we can still be a family. We can work this out. There's a system. And I'm like, why does Margot look like she's listening to him? Did you notice that? Like, she looked like she, yes. she's like, yeah. And Jules is kind of like blocking her. And all of a sudden, Margot's like, oh, okay, wait. Like, if I don't look at him, then maybe I can think straight. Right. That's the whole thing is <laughs> looking very at him. Persuasive. And, right. Because he's using her thoughts against her. Yes. Yeah. Her memories of him against her. So, yes, she has, she does her best thinking when she's not. Looking at him. Looking at him, that's for sure. Oh, Grabs yes, this is great. A knife and says, if you don't get in the basement, I'm going to cut. When she's just holding it to her, her arm. And he's just like, oh, you're not going to do anything. Just, just listen, just listen. And she cuts. So thankfully she was able to remember enough that when she bumped her leg, it affected him. Right. So every time she hurts herself, it's going to affect him. Now, I was expecting to see, like, blood running down his arm or something, but we never did see that. No. But his hands are all taped with, like, electrical tape, so at least he can't just kind of break out. And she kind of pushes him in without pushing him down the stairs. Right, yeah. Oh, no, I'd have probably been like, boop, down you go. (laughs) And, of course, you know, as he's, like, pounding on the other side of the door, really, you think that's going to make things go easier? It's going to make her be able to think clearer and help you out? I'm going to say probably no. No. And what killed me at this point, Margot again, tells Jules, you can go. And you know what? She just said she's going to help you out. Right. And you're trying to push her away again. And I understand she's hurt, but you have Seth like, all right, we need to get rid of him. He needs to go back in the house. The only way he's going to go is if you go. And you have right. Jules like fighting about that, like, no. You can't he's not ask stepping that. Foot. Yeah, she's not stepping foot back in that house. And then all of a sudden, like, well, we can get rid of him. What do you mean? Like, kill him? Well, yeah, there's that. And Jules, at this point, is kind of freaking out again, because you're asking me to kill somebody. Well, it's not really somebody, it's a thing. But I can right. understand that. Yeah. But if they don't do something soon, then Dad is going to be there. How are they hiding him for a year? Right. Or longer, because who knows where the, help, the house is going to pop up. And all of a sudden, Margot walks away. And she's digging through, like, socks and pulls out a thing of pills. Right. Now, right away, I go to, all right, JT died. And as soon as he died, not JT, started to kind of wither. Right. And I was like, is she going to try to take a bunch of pills, have them take her to the hospital so they can revive her? But basically, it's going to kill off Dad because technically she died. That's where I was going, which that is not what happened. Right. But that's where I was thinking this was headed. So I'm glad it didn't go that route because that would have been really dark. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, I don't know if that would have even worked, assuming that they would, you know, like revive her anyway. But I don't know because what the hell are they going to do? We have no idea how strong this thing is, if it would have the same reaction as Dad to any medication. Right. And I'm starting to think, well, this is going to be weird, and I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, it got weirder. Yeah, because Jules gets a text, and of course it's another one of those videos, and she basically freaks out. See, I thought it was the sphere, like actually sending her pictures, that it wasn't just like the house. Right. Because it looked like it's it to me. It might have been. 
Yeah, it might have been. And I'm like, holy crap, not only is it going to basically haunt you forever, it's going to text you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hope you have an unlimited plan. Yeah. And <laughs> even Seth asked if the house knows where they are. And that I thought was weird. Yes, very. Because, hello, did he... He lives there. Does he not know everything about it at this point? Yeah. So maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he thought he knew everything, and this whole situation has never happened, so he's kind of stumped with it, too. Just a little bit, I think. I don't think he expected that. Hmm. Well, what might happen next? Well, Dad decides to go ahead and actually go down into the basement, and of course, down there is a lot of pictures of Margot and him. Which I'm guessing there was a kind of like his office. We obviously don't know what Dad does, but right. Kind yes, of I I assume that that was the um, the office for the company they were talking running. about. Yeah, I I thought that was sweet. There's all the pictures, but is this going to make Dad not Dad whatever change? I don't know. I don't know yeah. if this would make it any different. No. Uh, well, I think it does. Simply because he gets to see how happy they were together. Okay. And I think that is kind of slowly sinking into him that, yeah, he's a father of this girl who loved him very much, and he loved her very much. Okay. So maybe that I'm going to protect you type mentality is starting to grow a little strong. Oh, like it's coming through? Right. Okay. He's becoming more father than Thing. monster. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't really know what to say he is. Right. He's a dream-eating cannibal. Oh, weird. <laughs> so Margot comes back downstairs and finds everybody gone. And I was kind of pissed because Seth comes in. And, you know, she's like, where's Jules? Oh, she's gone. But doesn't say anything else. Like, the spear is texting her. Well, why are you not being helpful now? Because you're kind of pissing me off. Right. And, uh, you know, the whole back and forth about the pills. And then all of a sudden, Seth's like, I can do it. I can kill him for you. Well, thank you, Seth. How are we going to get him back to the house? Right. Maybe, I don't know, a to-go bag. I don't know what to do here. Right, yeah, they didn't think this out very well because how are you going to transport him in a, what, a garbage bag? or? Yeah, I have no idea. It's like, are they going into a car? I assume that they were going to try to get into a car. Yeah, I mean, they sure can't drag him the way he is all the way to the house. Somebody will say something. It's not like they're in the house where nobody says anything. Yeah, right. That, that, weird. Okay, I'm going to get past that for a bit. Because this made me mad. Because Seth is like, hey, you still hungry? To dad down in the basement. And they're sitting at the table then so he can eat some more puppy memory. And right. he's not just eating puppy memory. He's eating it loudly. Yes. And he's like, oh, I'm like, are you kidding me? This is not bad enough that you have to now make noises with it? Ugh. And then all of a sudden, Margo and I seriously had a WTF moment. Which right. is like. Can I hold it? I want to know what my memories feel like. And she holds the puppy head. Right. I, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was hard. Okay. I'm going to get past this, but I don't know how. Right. And then she asked, Dad, can you tell me? Because I don't remember anything. 
bad about that, too. Yeah. Because in between, um, 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 he's, like, telling her, oh, yeah, we found him. We were camping, and he was bound by the stream, and turns out that you were allergic to him after you nursed him back to health. But but he had a really good family, and you always would ask how Moose is doing. And, you know, she's like, who's Moose? And he's like, the dog. And he starts coughing, getting weird, and that's when Seth decides to say, well, yeah, we drugged you. No, he, he asks Margot, what did you do? And Seth tells him it was him that crushed up the pills. Yeah. But as Dad was explaining all that before, he's just smiling away with the blood all over his face. I was angry. I was so angry. Right. Then Margot starts freaking out because he told her that it was quick and it didn't hurt. Well, that was her memory that, or what yes. she wanted. That's what. Right. That's discussed. what she imagined how it happened. And. So does he it die was anything again? But <laughs> right, it's like I mean, is he dead? We don't know. He just has the reaction. That's all we know. Right. That's all we know. And this was messed up because they're like, okay, well, we have to do something. I guess we're dragging him. Yes. I'm like, is there a car somewhere, or was that Jules' car? But Jules is walking, so who the hell knows what's happening right now? Right. Yeah, we kind of thought it was one of the guys' car, but. Like, nothing makes sense right now. No. No, not at all. Don't know who owns the vehicle. <laughs> well, and then, okay, because timing couldn't be better. Mom shows up. Yeah. What the hell? Mom, you're just going to be, like, popping up, and then Margo's, like, freaking out. Like, here, Mom, let me talk to you outside. Let me tell you what's going on. And, you know, she pushes past her and sees, wait a minute, that's my husband, and he's already been dead. What the hell? Right. But that didn't work out so well for her. Like, she couldn't even question because dead dad? Yeah, not dead dad decides he's getting up and goes a little berserk. Right, because he, like, threw her, like, right into, like, the closet door. So at least mom knocked out and she has no idea what else happened. Right. So. Gave her a concussion. (laughs) It will all be a a bad dream. Right. That's what I was hoping. I mean, we we don't know anything at this point. Right. But, like. All of a sudden, Seth gets thrown and has his head slammed against the stairs, which I'm assuming lead to the garage, but... Right. And then Dad, who's all swollen and creepy looking, is trying to find Margot, and she takes off running, and she's hiding, like, under the island. Right. Which I thought, okay, really good idea. Yes. But then as he walks around the island, he can't find her, and he's, like, walking past, She's, like, super, like, Scooby-Doo creeping to the door to the outside. Right. Out on the patio and out through the backyard. Well, at that point, he can't see. There's a chair knocked over. Your ass is going to move faster than him. You open it and take off. Or open it and stand to the side of the door so he trips and he goes out and then yeah. falls into the pool or something. Right. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because she's, like, going too, super slow. Right. And, oh, he grabs her. I'm so surprised. Duh, Margo. This is, and I seriously, in my notes, really big. It took like three lines. I'm like, duh, Margo. (laughs) I mean, I can understand the creeping because you don't want him to turn around and grab you. But when you're there, you're going to be able to move faster. Like I said, there was that chair she had to walk over too. So he would have tripped on that, not seeing her. Right. And And it was, she gets the door open and and it's the sunlight from the outside that. Right. So move your ass. The door's open. Right. Move your ass a little faster. But no, no. She's like, oh, I'm going to stand here and not move. He's not a right. T-Rex. Yes. 
Move your ass! You've seen that already. Uh, I was so mad. I think there was some choice words, you know, streaming from my mouth at this moment. Oh, I'm sure. Probably me and everybody else, right? I'm sure the whole fandom's like, are you serious? So, of course, he grabs her. And I'm thinking, okay, he's pissed and he's, like, draining her memories. Right. Because... Absolutely. Yeah, Seth kind of wakes up and he sees, like, a pool of goo. But you don't see what's coming out. So maybe he's not doing it so fast. Like, I was thinking he's, like, going to totally drain everything out of her. But then he would die. Because we, we already learned that if you don't have anything to, you know, any memories to live off of, you have no food source. So then what? That's right. So Seth does fight with him. And you, this is all off camera because we hear it kind of because we're kind of at Margot's perspective where right. she's kind of in and out of consciousness trying to come, come around. And then you see Seth kind of having the crap beat out of him by dad. Right. And like he's. Almost shoving his thumb through his forehead because you see this big gouge in his head. Right. And then suddenly, you know, Margo's like, no, no, stop. I'll go with you. I'll go back to the house, which that wasn't what dad wanted. At least that's not what he seemed like he wanted. Well, I think when he said, don't you want to be a family, Ah. basically meant going back in the house. Okay. Well, she's willing to go at least. It, it's all to save Seth, and I still I don't trust him. No, not at all. He and has so, to do something heroic. Heroic? I can't say that <laughs> word. You know what I mean? Yes. Super He's hero. not a hero. He's not. I don't think it's going to happen. No, it's not. And uh, so they walk. So, so much for having a car or transportation. And how many in that neighborhood should have recognized Dad and said, What the hell's going on? What the hell? Yeah, yeah, apparently, talk about nobody paying attention to your neighbors. I mean, this is a whole other level. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to know them, apparently. Okay, then. I guess and I don't want to know a creepy, puffed-up guy either. Right. And about the time they get to the house, we see Mom waking up. So at least it didn't oh, kill her. I was scared that she was going to die. Right. So was I. But I'm so glad she's not. Of course, Margo and Seth stop for a second, and not Dad, even though he can't see, he can still hear, and he knows they're not walking, so he kind of turns back and looks at them, and they all continue into the house. Whoa. We don't see them actually go in, but that's what we're all assuming. Yeah. Yeah. And Jules walks into Margo's house, because the door's still open. Right. You see the blood and the struggle. Because she actually had gone to see her family, but she couldn't see them because they were blobs, even though we seen them. Right. And yeah, she had gone to her sister's work, and it that was it was pretty fascinating because we actually see her sister come out to her car talking to somebody, and then go back inside. Right. But all but it Jules doesn't sees- register to Jules that that's her sister because when she tries to remember her sister, all she sees is the blob. Right. And wasn't it two blobs? So I'm assuming it was her mom, too. Yeah, it could have been. I, she did see two blobs, that's for sure. Which is weird because I'm like, okay, so is she not getting anything back? Right. Because even, even though Margot seen her mom, she was able to function a lot better than Jules seemed to be at this moment. Yes. So... Hopefully it comes back for her. Yes, but, we certainly hope so. But at least Jules came back. Yes. 
came back, and unfortunately, as she looks up from seeing the blood splatters, there's two policemen inside talking to Mom, and she ducks out before she is seen. Yeah, real good. You guys are, like, freaked out. You don't know what's happening. There's blood, and nobody is paying attention to the front door. Right. Yes, I'm mad, because I'm like, seriously? Come on! Yes. But then she takes off running because she knows what's happening. They're going back to the house. Yep. But when she gets there, the house is not there again. No! So that means it's gone, and we don't know when the hell it's going to pop up. Right. But... Might be another year before it shows itself again, and it could be anywhere. Right. Africa, South America, Europe. Right. Just, we have no clue. Oh. And the way it was explained way back in episode one, we only know that it's been six years since it was in the, wherever they were, which I'm assuming they right. said US, right? Right, yes. So, holy crap, what does this mean? Is Margo gone forever? But it can't be true because it's only episode five. Right, yes, this is not an ending, uh, <laughs> so we got somehow, some way, uh, something's going to happen here in the next episode, that's for sure. Guess we'll find out what's happening with this haunted house. And we want to know what you guys think. So let us know. Email us at sci fi talk at fangirlzone.com. And if you have a really good theory, we are going to send you something out of the prize pack. And or, I'd say and slash or, if you have a really good haunted house theory, like an urban legend, let us know what what one it is because I think first episode we talked about the one in Chicago that I right which is funny because that happened to come up today I was talking with friends about haunted houses again <laughs> and so if you have like a really good one and we will share it and plus I will send you something out of the prize I have a whole bunch of stuff I want to give away to people nobody wants this why don't you want this I, I want to give you stuff. things <laughs> Alright, let me know, let us know, and don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and any other platforms you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of Channel Zero find the show and us talking about it, and we do hope you are enjoying this, because it's so weird, and make sure you tell your friends, and you make them watch this, and you make them be into this weird stuff too, because we all like the weird. Come on, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Absolutely. Alright, but for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk number 115, I am Sean, Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. I was the one who crushed up the pills. And until next time, I may never take anything you offer me, Steve. <laughs>